what is truth? Before we go deeper into it, I would like to recite a line from a very old Sanskrit mantra, three to four thousand years old, perhaps. It has three lines, but I will recite the first line. As to ma sadgam It means take me from falsehood to the truth. Because many people believe that if we live in truth, with truth, it will free us from sorrow, suffering, pain. It will bring happiness and joy, a healthy life. And we will become creative. But in order to have that experience of those beautiful and profound things, This truth must be such that it create harmony between us. It must be something globally accepted, universal. So we are connected to each other. We are sharing our lives with kindness, love, and compassion. So this truth must not create divisions, fragmentation, conflict, clashes. Because that will lead to violence, war, and bloodshed. So that is the condition of the truth. And also it must not belong to a particular group, cult, or elite few. Because again, that will defeat its purpose and it won't bring that peace and love for which we long. So let's go into different point of views about truth. And the first one, we must explore religions. In religions, God is truth.
But the problem with God is truth is that God is different in different religions. Although say it is not true, but if you really look into it, it is opposite. That is why for millennia, there were so many conflict among different religions, wars, destruction, violence. Because the followers of different religions, they cannot agree upon one God shared by all. And not only that, that God as truth also changeable. So whatever was the concept of God 3000 or 2000 or 1200 years ago is changed in last century and in 21st century. It's not the same God. It is not the same truth. Second thing is, when we ask people of different religion who believe in God, did you experience God as truth directly? Many of them may say no. They believe in it. Why they believe in it? Because they read in a book, they listened to a teacher, a guru, or they heard from their parents or grandparents, and the grandparents heard from their ancestors. So the belief continues without a direct experience. It is testimonial mainly. And the last thing is that Many people are agnostic or atheist. Agnostics means God is a truth, may exist or may not exist. And atheist means there's no God. And the number is increasing very fast. So the idea of God as truth is no more global or universal, it never was, as the history tells very clearly. Then we go to spirituality. In spirituality, people believe in universal spirit, universal consciousness. But the same problem comes here because most people who believe they didn't experience, so it remains a belief. And also a lot of other people, they don't believe. So it cannot be a global or universal truth again. And some people believe in Taoism 
Tao is the infinite, undescribable reality of truth. Everything comes from Tao, everything merges in Tao. But again, same problem. Many don't believe in it. Some believe in it. Then comes the idea of Brahm, non-dual truth. Problem is the same. There is a small dedicated people who believe in that. Others, they don't. And this problem actually extends even to the science. Because in science, some people say truth is the ultimate particle or force field out of which emerged our material universe. And then our body and rest of it. So none of those can bring harmony, freedom from sorrow or sufferings, create universal love or compassion. So, what is truth, which is universal, which is global, which can connect us all? That truth is our striving to live to the maximum with peak fulfillment. I will repeat. Our desire, our striving, our longing to live to the maximum with peak fulfillment. This impulse, this desire is universal, this is global. Whether I am a king or a queen or a beggar, a scientist or a politician, economist, or in the past, a village chief, a pharaoh, a great emperor, or a very modern president, prime minister, or a corporate leader. It doesn't matter. This is present in all. Regardless of race, religion, caste, occupation, color, race. Of course, except in few, and that is a temporary phase. So the people who are in deep despair or depressed, their desire for maximum living and peak fulfillment disappears for some time period. But as soon as they get better, striving their desire returns. It is the reality of our life, truth of our life. Truth as a fact. Nothing metaphysical, nothing mystical about it. We experience it every day.
Then the whole question comes, how to, to fulfill this striving longing? Of course, we can go in the old ways, whatever we choose. Religion, spirituality, they are all relevant, if somebody wants, relevant to a particular person or to the science. But there is another way, which is also universal and global way. A very direct and simple way. And that is the path of the body. No matter who we are, we have a body. And this body can be the door to realize the truth. But this body about which we're talking is not only flesh, bones, liver, heart, systems, cells. It is more than that. So this body has three components. First, which is very visible, we can touch our flesh, our bones, our eyes, our hair, organs, systems. That is the one component of the body. Second component, which we share with all living beings is body's own wisdom or intelligence. And that intelligence manifests as feelings, emotions, and some fundamental thoughts, basic thoughts. Second component, body's wisdom or intelligence. And the last component of this body, which we share with all living and non-living beings is life energy, which flows through this body and which keeps us alive. Without which, the physical component, body's intelligence will die. So if we enter into this body, contact this body, we will experience this intelligence and going into life energy, which is universal. Part of it, is within us and part transcends us. It is so simple. It is so direct. It is so individual. Anyone can access it because it is available 24 hours. And also it is accessible to science also, path of the body, return to the body. And when we experience and realize all three components, we not only live to the maximum, but we live with peak fulfillment. We can call it enlightenment of the body. But the question comes, how to access? How to access our body? Because we are disconnected from the body. 
नंबर वन बी इज सोमेटिक अवेयरनेस वी बिकम कॉन्शियस ऑफ आवर बॉडी इट्स सेंसेशन इट्स लाइफ एनर्जी इट्स इंटेलिजेंस eating bathing walking working anything which we do it is done through body's intelligence and its life energy and if we put our consciousness to it we will experience sensations and in science in neurosciences it is called interoception a very new branch that will start healing us will give us health control and of course somatic poses breathing meditation but all on body completely body we are not imagining anything we are not fantasizing anything we are not con contemplating about some some metaphysical entity just this body its intelligence and life energy that is the first one and the second way to enter into this body is by understanding our somatic personality we are born with innate personality and as we align our life with that personality this life energy this intelligence will widen it will broaden and a point will come when we will be fully connected to it first of all in this body and then it will expand further into universal energy we will be connected with other human beings plants animals the whole earth and that will bring us maximum fulfillment peak living maximum living peak fulfillment enlightenment of the body and that is what somatofulness is all about a radically new but a simple and direct path not metaphysical not mystical connected with science